Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 117 of Midnight Poppyland. And we're back after the hiatus. We're here with Christine and Ruby, who is a new co-host. So, hello. 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 All right. So, yeah, Ruby, you're going to kick us off. Okay, awesome. So, all the Altons are leaving Vincent's uh, office. And they're all in good spirits because, obviously, it went well for them. Um, Ivan is saying, sworn brothers, huh? When was the last time you heard of such a rarity, Cousin Luke? And presumably Cousin Luke is saying, that reminds me of a war I fought back in. <laughs> and I don't know how to say her name, but he always has a story ready. He does. Are we saying um, his wife's name is Uyun? O- oh, uh, back- yeah, this one has an extra L. It doesn't usually have an yeah. L. Yeah. Um, so she's back there typing away. She has a little notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I noticed that Doa misspells her name in this text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she's texting Goa and Goa says, take care of my son, Uyan. She, He's the only thing I've got. I can't bear to put him through this, but if it's what he truly wants, and then we get a shot of Uyan's phone in the background, they're still kind of bantering. Oh, Christ, not that war story again. Ha <laughs> cousin Luke, old boy. What do you mean again? It's a different one, I swear. Oh my gosh. So, so relatable. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, it makes them sound like they're much older than they look like they are. So, yeah, they look like maybe. I mean, Vincent, not Vincent. Sorry, the um. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Ivan looks. Mm-hmm. I guess he could be sixties, but the other guys look. You know, they could be fifties. That's mm-hmm. true. One of them has white hair and wrinkles, so uh, that one's older. Yeah, that one is. But it's also interesting uh, that, you know, they say, he says that swarm brothers are such a rarity, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it's the mafia and it's not yeah. really that is- close bonds, I think. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. That is true. Um, okay, so we're seeing that she's typing back to Goa and she's saying, I will, grandniece of mine. And she's tapping. And then we see what we know to be Goa's phone, a text from Oyan, and she says, I will, grandniece of mine, rest assured, don't worry, you've raised your son well. Quinston just kicked the old devil's ass hard. (laughs) And clearly Goa is surprised. She has tears in her eyes. And it's funny because she's like, dear Lord, I love you to death, Oyan, but I'm not sure we have the same definition of a well-raised son, you nutty old Valkyrie. <laughs> and she's sobbing. So which, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, which like maybe is relief? Sobbing with relief? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's relief and maybe like her general emotions that she's in this situation that Quincy decided to step up and you know she's probably worried for him and, and his tender soul. What, what do you think she meant by that they don't have the same definition of well-raised son? I'm 
sure that maybe it's tied into the fact that she doesn't want him to have to be such a hard ass. So maybe to Oyun, it's like, oh, he's being a great mafia leader. But to Goa, he's she's like, I don't want him to have to do that. What, what do you think, Christine? I think so too, because like when we previously saw her, she kind of like almost like babied him, like, oh my baby, like blah blah blah. Um and you know, we kind of saw that when he confronted Vincent. We saw that other side of Quincy that we don't normally see. We just see like, you know, the cute, like aloof Quincy, but they saw like the the hard ass one. And I think they're like, oh yeah, our our mafia is in good hands, but I don't think they know the other side of Quincy. Hmm. Like like his mom does. Right. Yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Oh, and it's also interesting to me how um, Oyun refers to, to Vincent as the old devil. It's like, you know, it's, A, you've got to be pretty bad to be known in the mafia as an old devil. <laughs> And, and B, the fact that, like, she seems to have, like, no affection for her husband at all. Like, her whole family knows that she's, you know, married to him for whatever reason. And she doesn't, you know, there's no affection. It's like, she's just the old devil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a sad situation to be in, you know. It makes me wonder, like, why they got married in the first place. Like, I'm assuming why? mafia, like, family strengthening connections or marry instead of fighting each other. I noticed that like maybe the whole um, Alton, Baltimon like combining goes back a couple generations. Cause I was trying to figure it out. I was talking to Christine about this. I was trying to figure mm -hmm. out everybody's like, you know, great uncle, great aunt, whatever. Cause it seems like Oyun and Ivan are also Alton and Baltimon. So and then the next generation, Vincent and Goa, also married in together. So it almost seems like it's this like going, like this running um, connection between the two clans. So maybe she was like expected to just marry in. Mm. Probably. Mm. But then it's like it goes back to like okay, but why? Like, what 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 made it like? What in history like had? made them like have that connection you know yeah i wonder if we'll get an answer or if we're just supposed to be like okay you know mop the clans marry each other you know so that they strengthen their power combine resources yeah. or if it's related to the story because i know that you know we saw um a while ago that there was this conflict between the kings and you know the mm -hmm. king was chased out so maybe it'll be connected to that storyline i'm also wondering where is Goa right now? Because we saw a little bit in the last episode and now in this episode, she's obviously not with the rest of the family, but it kind of seems like she's like crouching or like maybe she's being told to stay somewhere or I don't know. That's what kind of came to my mind was like, where are you in all this? And why does it seem like you're hiding away or something? Oh, I just yeah. like, sorry. I was like, I that just made me think. I'm like, what happens to like their marriage or relationship now? Like, now mm -hmm. that Vince is out, right? Well, he'll certainly be less busy, so he'll have more time to annoy his wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got the sense that she's like sitting on a couch somewhere, but maybe that's just you know my pleasant imaginations, you know. <laughs> Could be. 
like i wonder uh-huh. also too if like vince thinks that go ahead like any like saying what what all transpired hmm. yeah he should suspect her because you know he it's her family so mm-hmm. he'll at the very least be angry at her i would think what i don't like the prospect of mm-hmm. unless he's too scared of her to express that anger oh. well, true hopefully she keeps him in check um okay so now we're back at quincy's apartment um per like a couple episodes ago when tora said go to quincy's apartment um and we hear they're back how'd it go quincy fine so clearly they're assuming more than one person is going to be coming in and we can see it's still green hued so it's still kind of like dark clan coated and we can't see his eyes yeah, for a second I was like, there was quite a few panels with him. I was like, is he wearing an eye mask? Is this like yeah. showing his depression and like he's how upset he is? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. or is it a mistake? I, don't know. I also thought the same thing, and I just came to the assumption that maybe they were just trying to show that he was still kind of like in his serious mode, like depressed. But it is true; it goes on for a couple of panels, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> um. Might see it fixed in like a few weeks sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Maybe, yeah. Um, okay, so he goes, traffic was nuts. It took me so long to get back. Ugh. You two want dinner? It's on me. I'm starving. And it seems like he's kind of like deflecting the fact that Tor is not there. And uh, what would happen either. That's mm-hmm. Yeah. He- like, oh, I will talk about anything except this massive thing that just happened where I now have to take over the clan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about dinner. Oh my God. You can see why Vincent did not think he was clan leader material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Gyu is kind of tentatively like, um, young master, where's big bro Tora? And Poppy's like, oh yeah, where is Tora? <laughs> like, where, yeah where is my husband where is my child <laughs> yeah exactly um he's like ah oh, shit it slipped my mind sorry he'll be back in no time he's just and you can still see his eyes are covered and it's still kind of green hued so obviously he's still kind of like in clan mode and it's so funny they just like stare him down and they're just like tell us the truth <laughs> <laughs> Because it's very obviously very awkward and he's like pausing because he's like yeah it's like yeah there it's pretty obvious he's trying to make something up so we're like figure something out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he breaks and he's like why are you two quartering me in my own home everything went well your precious big bro tour is just running an errand for vincent okay. and <laughs> the truth in the end like why would why did he have to be so uh i don't know nervous it is too. Um, the bags under his eyes, though. Yeah, yeah. Right. He does yeah. not want to be this mafia leader. I hope we're gonna see like another part of the episode devoted to his reaction. Like, just I want to see his thoughts. I want to see him break down, get in his hands, and like freak out. Yeah, I'm sure that's probably coming. Um. But you can see already there's a little bit of like lightness and humor coming in because we have this like yellow background when he's gasping 
And then the next panel, we're just back to regular warm, bright colors. It's just like, oh, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> so he goes, stop that. You're making me nervous. Shame on you, you, you plebeians. <laughs> wow. Like, where is he pulling this word out from? <laughs> I know, but you know what? Okay, so sometimes when you're very under stress, words of your, like your childhood come out, like your old, you know, things that you've heard as a young person. So I, I'm going to assume that like, this was maybe the language that was he grew up with, but like, yeah, it doesn't seem like Quincy. Like he's not mean like that, you know, or classist or whatever. Well, he's yeah, also exactly. an author. He's what? He's also an author, so. Right. He definitely has yeah. a vocabulary with him. Yeah. Yeah. And he does call Torah Neanderthal for not appreciating the finer things in life. So I guess he does have that dichotomy between people. <laughs> but yeah, he's clearly, he's usually a very nice guy. Like, he was very sweet. So uh, you, yeah, you could definitely tell he's under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And it's like them making him nervous, like the two like most innocent ones, not the whole like thing that just transpired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, he feels safe with them. That's why he can take it out on them because he had to perform until now and he had to be put on an act and put on a tuck face. And now he can let his guard down and just be like a moron. which is great because they call him out for it. They're like, who are you? And what have you done to our young master Quincy? <laughs> I'm just tired, okay? Which is kind of like, all right, phew, he's getting a little bit back to himself. Mm -hmm. Aw, oh boy. And I think he's also nervous about what Torah is doing. And that's why he was avoiding it. Cause I think that even though, okay, it's just an errand for Vincent, I think he's very nervous about it. Yeah. And Torah didn't even talk to him, right? He just like slammed the door and left. So he doesn't really know what he's going to do or how dangerous it is. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure that at this point he hasn't seen whatever they shared with Torah, I guess. Mm -hmm. So he probably has no idea what he's doing or where he's going or whatever. So, Yeah, well, this guy does not do so well under stress. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, okay, Christina, I forgot. Am I doing part one or two? I forgot. Uh, you're going to do part one. Oh. So now we have an image of a beach and it's very wavy, it's very rainy, and there's a sign, a danger sign. So not the day to go swimming. <laughs> and Torah is there. He is at his boots on. You see him going, um, you know, his car is parked and he's at the beachfront. And it looks uh, there's some sand and it looks like a little bit of debris in the forefront. And we see his text. Uh, from Ronzo from view. Big Row, I have update. Ready when you are. Miss P is freaking out. Is she okay? Don't worry. She says, tell Tora, remember to breathe. <laughs> so I can, I like how you, you know, just skips words here and there. <laughs> and Tora's also how cute that she's like, remember to breathe. Like she knows that he's freaking out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, yeah, she's a caretaker and she, you know, cares for him. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like I said, my husband is diabetic and he's supposed to eat, you know, frequently, and he forgets, which is I, I think is crazy, but he forgets to eat, and then he like crashes and he's like, oh my god, I'm starving, and he like his and he's like, you know, in pain or whatever. So I I set an alarm on his phone every hour to go off, eat, eat, eat. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes this is what you gotta do for your, you know, your loved ones. <laughs> and 
now we see him, um, you know, he looks like he got this text while he was in the meeting because we see the fancy door and we see them talking in the background. This mustn't be delayed any further. We have plans for our air, big plans, five critical plans. You understand? Yes. All right. So that part I think is like, boom, 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 like a clue to us. Like what's going to happen? What, what, what kind of plans do you think those are? Maybe like shifting around like all the like the leaders and stuff like Martin and all of them. That feel like that would be a good one. Good thing had to happen. Yeah, because like I feel like they're like yes, they're loyal to the the clan, but I feel like they're also loyal to Vincent personally. So I think like shifting around, you know, that group would be a must. Mm-hmm. Who do you think saying this is it? This is like clan elders, I think, no? Mm-hmm. I assumed maybe Ivan, since he seemed like he was kind of running the Altons, mm-hmm. or he, he seemed to be the most vocal of the Altons. So I kind of assumed maybe that was him. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, whatever it is, I'm excited to see what it is and how Quincy reacts to it. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he'll grow at all, like if he'll become more capable of dealing with stress and, you know, um, big things, or he'll just stay the same, <laughs> like just shove it off the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he got this text while he was in the meeting um, from Ronzo. We found these in the memory card. Just my guess, but they look like pages from the book you're looking for, sending you now. And Torah, <laughs> Torah, as you see, is actually doing the breathing thing here. At the meeting so you get that the sense that poppy has told him this before and he's integrated it and he's like following her advice which is really sweet so he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> you just hear that visceral breath and mm-hmm. and ronzo sends an image and we just see you know like scribble scribble and then we see a close-up it says bought you in and it says garbage for the and then it has like a crown <laughs> which is really funny and that was like the fast pass on patreon and everyone was like yes well even they're garbage (laughs) it's like yes we know yeah (laughs) this is nothing new (laughs) so now um torah is in the rain he's at the beach and he thinks to himself they got lucky Vince." and now we see the full page of the notebook and it's actually really funny. So the first one we see on top, Johnny, Naren East, Mall, 12th floor, Locker 29. So look, this is the location of like a previous, you know, CD. And this one is Bolt Eumann B, garbage for the garbage. If you know, you know. And there's like a picture of poop with a king with a crown and a scepter. And it says, hate this effort too. And it's a like garbage can, a smiley. And it's like, ha ha ha. It's really just very funny. <laughs> Just imagining like Goliath like doodling like that. Um who are you, dude? He's like a, a contrarian. Like he's just he does things his own way. Well, and it's funny because you imagine this notebook to be this really serious, like probably like well-organized thing. And it looks like it's just like a scribble in a bullet journal, because then like right underneath it he has like a grocery list. <laughs> Yeah, chips, $3, bagels, not, not big or something. Now, this one, he is like, am I correct in the numbers? It's like 
$219,963 and like 54 cents. See, I don't know what it is, but like it's a, if it's money, it's a lot of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, like 11245 It's probably money, but yeah. So is he, you know, we know that he rose to the top of his clan and, you know, he was playing you know, he was gambling. So is he really that rich? Like, does he have all that money that he could just multiply and like subtract? <laughs> well, when we see him in the one photo, he's at like a gambling table, wasn't he? Yep. And his, so, outfit, I mean, he could. Yeah. I mean, we know that Tora, in terms of like how much money the mafia pays, Tora was able to like pay off the house i think it's like he could pay it off a car or the house with like one or two mm-hmm. jobs remember there was something like that some reference to that it was like well it's a lot of money yeah, yeah. so yeah hmm. i was also thinking too um about the notebook like for for the the top one where you only kind of see like a little bit it's very specific of like where that information was but like for vincent's it was kind of like oh if you know you know like why was it was all were all of them like that or some of them like why was it meant for like only Torah to decipher or like his Goliath people to decipher or just that was just the way he wanted it to me it looks like it's for himself like he wrote the notebook for himself but yeah I mean from the way it's scribbled at least Mm-hmm. Or yeah, but or maybe he said like, okay, if I, I don't know, maybe this particular one was more private or more like serious, so like he wanted to encode it more. I wonder if he ever had an idea that Tor might get the notebook. Like, I wonder if he ever had like a vague idea, like, oh, Tor might see this in the future, or we might have to like use this to get each other out of trouble or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a far. Mm-hmm. That's reason. why. I, yeah, that's why I was wondering, like, why, like the kind of like the the code, like, if you know, you know, like garbage for garbage. Mm. But then, like the other one was just like plainly like, oh, this spot in this area. Right. Well, I mean, if we ever meet Goliath, maybe we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever meet him, I'll just be like the end of I next. Not wait for that day. Yeah, I, me too. Goliath is so intriguing and good looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so Natora is thinking, even if Gil has the notebook and he never figured out what that F what's talking about, consider this my final payment for whatever I'm indebted to you for. Oh, this is, he's thinking about um, Vincent. Oh, he's like really, you know, disconnecting. And he's like, that's it. I don't owe you anything. Like you might have raised me, quote unquote, but I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, which is a big step to you know release that emotional guilt of like feeling like you owe someone and especially more poignant because i think it was the last chapter of the chapter before where um we saw the flashback of martin like pretending to shoot him and he's like my dad will t-. and so like clearly he really felt that dad connection at one point so mm-hmm it kind of, it's like fresh in his mind and it kind of is even more hurtful that he's like, this is it, I'm done with it. Like, this guy is no longer my father. I'm cutting ties. Yeah, and now that he's not boss anymore, he doesn't have to listen to him. So this is the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big deal. 
like finally like Vince like doesn't have control over his dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be like a very great moment, which we'll see more of later. Mm-hmm. And he, he says that loud, I feel a little wanker of all places to hide it. I'm gonna stink when I get back. And we see it's a garbage dump, we see like a truck, we see a bunch of just junk and like this raggedy house or structure. And he goes into this like, you know, tin shed also filled with junk and he sees lockers and he thinks to himself, it's still here. And he thinks our old uniform locker back when we worked at this garbage dump site, it's somehow raining inside the shed also, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's not very well, uh, well covered. And he opens up the locker and then he clicks open the phone. He's and um, someone says hello, and we hear them see it's Vincent. He says, Tora, my boy, I wasn't expecting you to call so soon. And Tora just says, found it. He says, really? What? And we see a CD. My son, I could kiss you now, you genius. Mm, there's that manipulation, calling mm-hmm. him son, calling him a genius. When he wants something mm-hmm. out of him, he just, you know, he's all sweet and nice. And when he doesn't, he curses him out. Mm-hmm. And then he said, what about the other clan leaders or politicians? Did he find those as well? I don't remember making that offer of Vince. Oh, see, he is pushing back. Fine, what about mine? When will you deliver? Didn't make that one either. I said, locate and destroy, not locate and deliver. What? And Tora has gone outside at this point. How am I supposed to know if it's destroyed if you don't deliver it to me? Beats me. Guess you'll have to live with the uncertainty, huh? <laughs> and do you want to take over from here, Christine? Sure. And then we just see Toro like drop the CD on the ground. He's like, and you hear Vincent, you double crossing mutt. Are you trying to blackmail me now? I never should have picked you up from the orphanage. I should have never allowed you and Quinceton to be friends. And it's like, so now we finally know like how uh, Vincent like picked up Tora. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's so like, which is from like I like I listen like a second later. You're a horrible. You're a horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like like um, um I just I think just, maybe like Vincent as a sort of like philanthropy thing to like show his like good image like say like oh I'm gonna adopt this child blah 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 maybe that's what I thought in my head that's what I thought of. Mm. yeah and also you know these people people kids who are in an orphanage don't have anyone to look after them so if he takes this kid and turns him into a mafia kid no one's gonna you know come after him and no one's gonna be looking out for him do whatever he Mm. wants true also way to go tora and then Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah standing his ground and just doing you know the bare minimum that he needs and he doesn't want him to have this you know this information mm-hmm. and then Tora continues and saying or vincent continues saying like don't think you're safe for me just because the clan elders are and then Tora just cuts him off and says bye vince and hangs up mm-hmm. yes probably the last time i'll ever talk to him or mm-hmm good bye but I'm, I'm also think i'm scared too because i'm like Yes, Vincent's like not clan leader anymore, but like what power does he still kind of hold? He's still, what is he still capable of doing? Mm-hmm. 
yeah, is he going to seek revenge? Is he going to try to take out his energy on him? Like, what's he going to do now? He's just going to, like, sit and knit or something? Because we, we saw, like, in the very beginning, like, Vince has no problem, like, getting his hands dirty. Mm. Yep. I don't know. I that... All right, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, I wonder if that has to do with the preparations that they were talking about earlier, because I'm sure they have to move fast to discredit Vincent's name in terms of like in the streets and his men. I'm sure they have to move fast to be like, all right, listen up. He's not the big boss anymore. You got to, we're changing, uh, changing of the guards here. True. Mm-hmm. Right. How's everyone going to react? This, are some people going to prefer Vince and still want to work for him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get a shot of like the car and Torres back in the car. And he says, one down, one more to go. And he's scrolling through the phone. And he says, Gyu said everything's in here. And he's scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Come on, I know it's in here. Uh, I know it's somewhere in here. And we see just Tora like furrowing his brow and like just huffing. He's like, not here. And he throws his phone and he's like, ah. And then, ah. Oh. So, what do you think? Do you think that Giyu doesn't ha- just didn't have the picture? Um, like he didn't send it to him, or just like he didn't, you know, whatever. Um, what was her name? Louise didn't take a picture of that page. So now he just really doesn't know where the other CD is. I think it's that. I think that uh, Louise didn't take a picture of that page. Mm-hmm. Something's missing. Or, or, freaking Gil was smart and maybe like rip that certain page out because it wasn't coded like that one like the garbage one but how does he even know there was another one hmm. like I didn't see any indication that there was another one but yeah. well, I'm wondering what the what the one more to go was is it something yeah. about is it something about himself is it something about Poppy is it something about like like, what is it? I saw a lot of people in the comments talking about maybe this is where we're going to learn more about Joe and how he died. But... Yeah, that would be a great, a great one. Mm-hmm. He's clearly very upset about it. So it's important. So, hold on. So, do you think that? Torah is now going to be forced to find Gil and try to find the notebook on Gil. Probably, yes. <laughs> Going all the way back to that, yeah. We're going to have. Mm, yeah, I don't think this is the last we've seen of Gil. <laughs> and his chin hairs. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> oh, character design, so important. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I wonder if he's going to have an even harder time now because we saw Shark kind of get like the wind taken out of him. And so we know that him and Shark work together. And so I wonder if Shark is going to jump into action in terms of like, we got to hide this or, you know, we got to get you away from where Tor can find you or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming there's some nice drama and danger coming up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think he'll do it by himself? Be involved in this mission. 
I hope that he gets his whole team involved because if he's about to be out here running around in mystery places, hiding in the dark, being away from Poppy, making her worry, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want that well, to happen. They'll be like, Quincy, this is your first mission. You're clan leader now. Come with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried now that like, now that Quincy's, um, you know, clan leader and basically he called um, Tora his number two, like how much more busy are they going to be? Like, where's Poppy going to fit into, into that? Right, presumably they actually will have to do things now. <laughs> yeah, and how, like, and also like how safe is Poppy now? Like, does she have an even bigger target on her back? Like, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the big question is like, what are they going to have to do? Because, you know, Tora stepped away from clan duties for a long time and didn't want to do anything violent. And now at this meeting, he had to kill um, one or maybe two people. And this is like him stepping, you know, right back into the thing he doesn't want to do to help Poppy. Mm -hmm. Well, and I guess we're getting a taste of what I know that he said a few chapters back like this is kind of like d-day so i guess we're getting to the juicy part of this whole takeover slash change of hands and everything so it's going to be juicy from here on out <laughs> yep. we're gonna have some good episodes ahead oh yeah hmm. well yeah i'm excited to see what comes next um yeah do you guys have a favorite panel from this episode see what mine is um, um i have i have one okay. and i thought that it was interesting that both him and goliath worked at a dump which is like was that clan like oh we're dumping bodies but when he comes up oops, comes up on the locker i think it's funny because i'm a car person and it's covered with car related stickers and it's just funny to me because Obviously, Tora is a car person, and I'm assuming that Goliath must be as well. So they've got that in common. But that was that was my favorite. Was like zooming in on the. I was waiting for her to post the high res images because I wanted to see more of them. That's hilarious. <laughs> what, what does it say, Sorelli? Um, one of them is Pirelli, um, which is like a tire and brakes um, company. One of them is Bob. It's a picture of like a um, headlight bulb hmm. and i couldn't read what the other two are <laughs> that's so funny yeah I, I did not pay attention to those but that's so funny that you know if you know something you recognize it <laughs> mm -hmm. that is cool christine what's your favorite panel um it's a, a funny it's the panel after that just that look on tour the rain is on him just looking gorgeous oh <laughs> yeah he is i'm like trying to make one of quincy's panels my favorite panel because you know i like quincy so <laughs> mm. um yeah i guess i like this one i mean i don't think it's quincy at his best and i mean like both physically and like emotionally i can't even see it but you know it's oh yeah <laughs> it's him being very very flustered which is exactly how we would expect him to react and just like totally overwhelmed and in over his head 
and having beginning of his breakdown. So sorry, Quincy. I like to see you suffer. <laughs> And that was also like the lightest moment of the whole episode. The one moment that you could be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what comes next and more of the drama ensuing. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ruby and Christine, for joining. And thank you, Ruby, for coming on for the first time. Looking forward to seeing you again. And yeah, we'll see you. See you in the future. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mindy. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons, Susie, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, I'm watching good people, Emily, Jean, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Surrender, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Costaldo, Amapora, Ruby, and Jennifer. Your support is truly appreciated. 